Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hey. And on today's episode, we're discussing Season 7, Episode 10, The Dark Whatever. Yes, that's really the name of the episode. Uh, On this episode, Hannah's dad, Jim Beaver, is back in town. Dexter doesn't have a dark writer. The Phantom vanishes... And George and Quinn hug it out like, just kidding, Quinn murders him. What did you guys think of this episode overall? Uh, we have a new contender for worst named episode. I'll give it that. It's it's right up there with everything is illuminated as the worst ever titled. It's it's at least a line from the episode. Or, oh, or close to a line from the episode. <laughs> I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. So here we are. Yeah. I okay. hated this episode. I hated it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it did have a couple redeeming lines, uh, but overall I just I didn't like the the story. I didn't I didn't like anything about it. You didn't like the beeve? Dude, <laughs> I, I am such a big fan of Jim Beaver. I, I love the show Supernatural. Um, but, Ugh. oh my God, I just, I was dying inside that's a, watching that's this That's a show. Jim Beaver deep cut there, Supernatural. Something <laughs> <laughs> like Deadwood or... Oh, Deadwood's amazing Justified too, but, or... But like, he's been on like 12 seasons of Supernatural, so... But, but you've watched those. Every one of them. Yeah, there's apparently people who watch that show, and I guess I found one. <laughs> yeah huge following he, who knows i i don't understand it but i don't understand a lot of things so but yeah big there's, big there's, cons and stuff there's people that kept watching true blood too you know well there's, yeah there's no accounting for taste there's people that kept watching this fucking show like us I, just, just gonna say, I actually i have to say so it came up on my time hop today and I will share with the class uh, that on eight years ago today, I posted on Facebook, if I can get right back to it in two seconds here. Uh, eight years ago, Brooke said on Facebook, well, it's getting anticlimactic because it's taking too long to find it. Dear God. <laughs> uh, okay. Here it is. Dexter's back. Sundays are once again my favorite night of the week. I've missed this show. So yep. eight years ago, where would we have been season in the seven. Dexter? Yeah, it's like that would have been season six That's or seven. season seven I premiere. Was... Okay. Or no, so... season six premiere because... So there was hope then. That's a, that's acceptable well, and allowable. This is where That was where hope ended, yeah. was season right, six. Right, right. So, I mean, uh, at that point, it was okay that I was still excited about the show. Yes. Tell us, yeah. tell us what your time hop is tomorrow. Because... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she wouldn't have figured it out in one episode, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, because uh, Dexter and Breaking Bad had their finale on the same night in 2013. Yeah. Um, and you and I, at that point, were like the only two people still watching that show because we would, yep. we would get to the end of the episode and then we would talk to each other about it. And the night of the Breaking Bad finale, we both watched Breaking Bad first. DVR'd Dexter and watched Dexter second and were like... Fuck my life. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, it just came up on my time hop in, I guess, the past week or so about, you know, all about the Breaking Bad finale, how wonderful it was. Yeah. What a great finale. I did not make any mention whatsoever of Dexter. So <laughs> you and I are the everything. only ones that knew about it. I can't I can't wait yeah, for nobody else time was watching. to bring mine up because I'm fairly certain I commented on it. I was like, man, Breaking Bad had a great finale and Dexter. And Dexter's Happened. Over. Dexter uh, was on. And I just left it at that. <laughs> so my Metro is on the site of another arson murder. The arson investigator tips Dexter off by taking a long last look at a burned child. Dexter tells Hannah about the arsonist. He promised Depp not to take any more cases away from the police. Dexter tells Hannah he calls his need to kill his dark passenger. She laughs at him. Why? They're interrupted by a visit from Hannah's dad, played by Jim Beaver. And that why was her reaction to the dark passenger. That wasn't me. So <laughs> She laughs and says, why do you call it that? Which is, a, that, that's the correct response. Yeah, I would I, say so. Like, who, is it a costumed hero? Which yeah. you know, goes back to their Emmy episode. Yes, the Emmy winning... Season two episode, The Dark Defender. Uh, Hannah's dad apologizes as if doing so for a 12-step program. He gives her an elaborate dollhouse that he refinished, and he keeps calling her banana. He drives away. Hannah says the dollhouse reminds her of terrible times where he left her in the hotel room for three days to play poker. And because I just watched this episode right before I did this and I was in a rush, I just now figured out that Hannah Banana is a thing. And that's why he was calling her Banana. Oh, Banana. Yes. Not because she's why. a peel. It's completely changed the complexion of this episode. Like he it's going to change my relationship with my wife when she gets home. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Will you live stream that? What's Just up, like- Banana? <laughs> I got you this dollhouse. <laughs> Just Facebook live it so we can see uh, that. Also... Uh, Reaction. <laughs> uh, t- terrible gift for an adult woman who you haven't seen in quite some time. <laughs> I think uh, I think dollhouses is not the way to go. I would I would have chosen pretty much anything else, but a, but a an adult woman under sixty. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's he's been in jail. Like he, I guess he could have brought her some toilet wine or something. The arson investigator is giving them a profile of the suspect. <laughs> Dexter realizes the arson investigator is describing himself. Masuka tries to get the scoop on Dexter's new girlfriend. Angel knows from Jamie that it's Hannah McKay. Deb shows up to show her disapproval. Deb tells Dexter that she draws the line at letting Hannah get away with murder. Again, and alone, Deb pops his annex. Hey, at least this time Deb's not the last person to find out. I mean, that's usually what happens, so... She's got a leg up this time. We can give Dexter like a slight bit of credit because her uh, prescription bottle does not say Xanax on it as shorthand for the audience. It actually says a Prazolam, which is the generic name of the drug. Mm. I just wrote Xanax because I know what it is. I know very, very well what it is. (laughs) Intimately familiar with Xanax. Well, she also mentioned popping Xanax in the previous episode, so... Yeah. 
Also, Dale, do you need to talk or <laughs> you keep arguing the Xanax okay? thing? And like, listen, bud, we we're here for you. Yeah. Until season eight <laughs> starts, you have to deal with that by yourself. This has been this has been ninety six episodes of of therapy for me, guys. So, uh. <laughs> Dexter follows the arson investigator to a park, but it turns out he's taking part in a Civil War reenactment. His involvement in last weekend's event would alibi him out for that arson. So this is one of those moments where they throw in humor, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. This one reeked of a Scott Buck written episode where they decide to throw in something funny that's not. It just seemed so Scott Buckish to take that turn. Yeah, this I mean, I was this is what I was kind of alluding to in the last episode is that this guy's been a complete red herring the whole time. Uh he's not the arsonist. But if they tried to play all of this out in one episode and keep the plot going, they couldn't do it, so they kind of had to introduce him last episode. Even though it did seem like a lot going on. Uh, Hannah invites Dexter to dinner with her dad. Hannah's dad is planning to start a crawfish farm in Louisiana. Hannah invites her dad to stay with her instead of wasting money on a hotel. And let me just tell you, there are indeed people who don't like crawdads, and I'm one of them. Uh, me too. Fucking I'm not gross. one of them. Mm, no, thank you. Delicious. Uh, I'm you- with Brooke on this one. Thank what you. you. Do- we what do you split dip the boat. Split the vote here. Nothing. You, do, you, don't, you just see them straight up? Pretty much. Maybe some Crack butter. It. I don't know. Oh, boy. It just tastes like pond water. They're so kinda. nasty. That's, that's kind of not wrong, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> so All right. nasty. I guess I'm now over, over the crawfish, thanks. Uh, the real phantom slips into his fire suit on a bus and sets it on fire. Hannah's dad asks if she wants to invest $20,000 in his business, but she shuts it down. He immediately cusses her out and leaves. Dexter gets called to the bus fire. Deb pulls him aside to point out that the arson investigator is acting weird. Dexter says that he's already vetted him. And this is where the budget falls off because like 70 to 80% of the bus is completely fine, including all of the outside. There's just like a couple of singed seats in the back. From, from Even though this the CGI was like a blaze, yeah. Which I was gonna say, I was like that that internal moment inside of the bus they made look pretty decent. I mean, for the technology and the time and the show, like that was all right. And then yeah, then like you look at the bus and it's like, oh, that, that's drivable. Yeah, <laughs> it was Miami's first solar powered bus, so there was nothing to explode. So, yeah, no way they had a giant gas tank in there. Uh, Hannah calls Dexter back to her place her father crashed his truck into Hannah's greenhouse he shows up drunk and tells Hannah that her killing spree killed her mother Dexter grabs Hannah's dad by the neck and tells him to leave Hannah is shattered and weeping that's not how you guys tell people that you love them these last two episodes they have just jammed this this entire family history backstory for Hannah. Look, I, I, I will say that I, I've probably emotionally driven my truck into someone's greenhouse before, but I don't know that I've literally done that. 
I will say that I have literally run into one of my um, ex's cars with my car before. Oh, Zach. <laughs> don't, don't be that guy, Zach. Oh, guys, this is a long time ago. I was going I, through so many emotions. Week. This is becoming such a therapy-laden episode. Matthews and LaGuerta meet at a Chinese restaurant. LaGuerta thinks that she... LaGuerta says that she thinks that it's Dexter. Matthew says that it's not, but that they should look closer into Dokes' final days. The real Bay Harbor Butcher must have killed him and framed him for the Bay Harbor Butcher murders. Hannah says she finally understands how the dark passenger takes over. She saw it when Dexter went after her father. Quinn and Angel go to rescue Nadia from George. George hits Nadia, and Quinn threatens to shoot him if he does it again. George hits her again, and Quinn shoots George dead. Quinn gets Nadia to shoot him with George's hand to cover up the murder before Angel can get to the office to see what happened. Quinn convinces Angel to let Nadia go because she's in the country illegally. Yeah, this, like, this is a 10-minute conversation of him trying to, like, no, you shoot me right here, and and we'll put the gun over here, and somehow they... Okay, baby, you can do it. It takes Batista that long to get there because, you know, he's close to retirement. <laughs> yeah, he's like sprinting. He's <laughs> yeah. sprinting from the back and he like, takes him 45 seconds to run back there. And, and somehow, of course, it's, it's coming down to the wire and he comes in just as they have everything perfect. Terrible. I honestly thought that he was going to come in when Nadia's pulling the trigger and then just been like, what the <laughs> like, fuck, bro? Nadia that would have been better. <laughs> yeah. That would been like, hilarious. I, I really did think that was gonna what was going to happen because I thought he was going to be, then he'd, he'd be forced to be in on it or whatever as opposed to <laughs> Drop the gun, Nadia. <laughs> yeah, because I really love Quintista. I want Quintista to be a thing. They just keep fucking each other over. <laughs> By default, by default, just because of how little they have going on, because they're always with each other, they are Quintista. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dexter takes the arsonist's fingerprint and breaks into the juvenile records office to run it. He finds the juvie record. It's Joseph Jensen. He's just been released before he had started more fires. Dexter and Harry discuss whether or not to call in a tip to Deb. Harry tells Dexter that the dark passenger may be no more real than Harry is. And that makes Dexter himself responsible. Matthews and LaGuerta go to talk to the landlord of the cabin that Dokes died in. The tenant at the time was Santos Jimenez. Matthews tells LaGuerta that he was one of the killers of Dexter's mother, Laura Moser. LaGuerta figured out that Brian Moser, or figures out in this moment, that Brian Moser, the ice truck killer, was Dexter's brother, and that Dexter watched his mother get killed. LaGuerta still has to convince Matthews that Dexter could be the Bay Harbor Butcher, and Matthews says that he will talk to Dexter himself. So what I've what I've learned from this scene is that Miami Metro did not talk to the landlord of the cabin that Dokes blew up as part of their investigation into what happened. Yeah, Miami Metro. Classic. <laughs> they just sprinkled their job. They there were drugs there and they were like, ah, it's a drug thing. Let's just ride it off. We got the bad guy. What do we need to talk to him for? We got the right? bad guy. <laughs> right? Lila did us a favor. Thank you, Lila. That's right, because she's a true friend. 
Yeah, she's the true friend of a knife. Uh, <laughs> Hannah's dad shows up unannounced at Dexter's to creep out Jamie. Hannah's dad attempts to blackmail Dexter in return for money. Says he was Hal. He says he was Sal Price's source on Hannah. Dexter tells him to get lost, and he tells Dexter to ask Hannah about the murder Dad is threatening to uncover. Angel tells Quinn that he noticed a delay between the shots. Quinn lies to him about what happened again. Media res, Hannah confirms her dad's story. There is a witness to her unknown murder. Hannah decides to pay off her dad. Jensen is surprised to find Dexter inside his fire suit. He wakes up on Dexter's table. Dexter can't bring himself to kill the guy. He realizes he very well might be responsible for murdering people. I love this scene. You don't say. <laughs> really? I, I love this scene. He's just like, you can't blame this on something that happened when you were a child. Take re- fuck. Take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts yeah. the knife up and he goes, ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Dexter meets with Hannah's dad and M99s him. He wakes up wrapped on Dexter's boat. Dexter says he doesn't have to kill him. He doesn't meet the code, but he wants to kill him. It's just him. It's been him the whole time. And he stabs him and throws him overboard. He says, sink or swim, daddy. Reference to that first scene last episode. Yeah, so long ago we (laughs) completely forgot. Yeah, but Dexter mentioned it a few times in the episode. He's like the same dad that did this to you and did that to you, so... Yeah, they really wanted to make sure you guys remembered because there's going to be a big thing coming up. Right. If you've been binge drinking for that that whole week between. (laughs) Yeah. If you've been binge drinking for that whole week between episodes, there were enough reminders to to put it back in your head. So. And most people were binge drinking between episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I I was binge drinking during episodes at this point. We had Uh, to be to think this was good. Yeah. Every every episode, we should start off by saying, Dexter is back. Sundays are good again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't say it anymore, because that I, happened with season after season five. So that's okay. It was still oh, acceptable then. I could start releasing the podcast on Sundays instead of Thursdays. There yeah, you we go. could say that. <laughs> Sundays are good again. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. What have you done? Who could have prepared me for that? Um, Scott Buck. Uh, Deb goes to Hannah's. She tells her he had a talk with her dad and that he won't be bothering her again. She thanks him. He tells her that the dark rioter doesn't exist. Dexter thinks he loves her too. And in a stinger, which is very uh, unusual for this show, Deb tells Angel to track down Arlene Tram. Hannah's dad called her and said that she witnessed Hannah commit murder. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What are you going to do <laughs> That's now, That's the episode. Uh, it was directed it. by Michael Lehman, written by Lauren Gussis, Jace Richdale, and Scott Reynolds. It took three people to write this dumpster fire an episode. Uh, what was the best line of the episode? You sure it wasn't a bus fire of an episode? Oh, <laughs> nice one. No, I'm sure it wasn't because there was yeah. no, there was very little evidence of a fire. <laughs> is it, is it best line? I, I really enjoyed the, it's time to take responsibility. Fuck. 
I, I, I enjoyed that line quite a bit, that whole scene. Mine was uh, George saying, well, well, if it isn't Sir Lancelot, <laughs> when Quinn comes <laughs> through the door. It's just a stupid best line, but I think it's just like such a weird, like the guy runs a strip club. How does he know about Lancelot? Like, it's just so funny. I think it would have been funnier I'd... if Quinn had just shot him in the head right then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have warranted it, though. I actually did not have a best line of this one. I tried, but I came up with four worst choices. So, oh. I mean, hey. Well, let's get into those. <laughs> there were a lot to choose from. Yeah, go for uh, it. Um, well, my probably my worst. I don't even know how to pick which is the very worst. Uh, two Masuka lines. Um, when I was 15, my parents thought I was... The R word I don't yep. like to say. TikTok. Yep. 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 And then also, Masuka, you got pictures. Come on. I got a restock by Spank Bank. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, those are pretty, those are pretty bad. Uh, worst line for me was sink or swim, daddy. Mm. That was yeah. my third one. I was like, what is happening? That <laughs> made my list of four worst lines. That was me too, sink or swim, daddy. I had the Masuka line, the spank bank one, and then I changed it to the sink or swim, daddy. <laughs> What's the fourth line? Uh, when Hannah's dad says, you got the devil inside you, boy, just because I'm like that, there's not much worse you can say in that kind of scene. That's from every bad horror movie, basically. Yeah. He couldn't so think of was... a fruit that Dexter's name rhymed with, so he went with right. that. I, yeah. I couldn't he couldn't say you got you got the banana inside you boy. <laughs> the Ew. I actually did have a second line for worst. Um it's when Jim Beaver's giving the toast and he says, I ain't seen a prettier couple since me and Bubba in prison. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yeah. like, Dear God. And then he That's deserving like, also. there's some nervous laughter and he says, That's just a little joke. We know. Please get off of this scene. Stop. Or <laughs> <laughs> Jim Beaver. Uh, how about the performance of the episode? I gave it to Hannah. Uh, the scene where she breaks down in the greenhouse, I thought was well done. She she did a good job. Except that she can't cry. But yeah. I mean, the I, uh, scene didn't really focus on her anyway. <laughs> right. So. Uh, that's also who I picked. So. It worked for me. I'm going I'm to go with this. I'm going to say it's uh, Banana and the Beave. <laughs> banana and the Beave? <laughs> yeah, so Hannah Sunday Banana three. and Jin Beaver. Both of them. They tie, so they, it's Banana and the Beave. <laughs> the new morning zoo. <laughs> yeah. On 86.7 The Beave. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> how Not close to are we like how close dale how hey. close to the end uh there are 14 more episodes oh shoot uh, a camel lord <laughs> shoot shoot a camel for me i gotta bro stop. it is we're so close yeah like next week is the last of the good <laughs> the good times it's gonna, it's uh, gonna get a lot worse there's like i think it's a one, lot worse yeah, I think there's one good episode in season eight. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go that far. 
is to say there is one good episode in season eight and then they completely ruin it for the rest of the season. But is it because it's the last one and it's the very, very, very end no. of the show? No, no, no. That is not that is by far not that is a good worst. episode. That is the worst well, no, episode. No, it's a terrible of episode ever. No, there it there is. is there I, I think there is a legit good episode in season eight. Oh, so we'll, when we speak- get there we'll we'll talk about it. Speaking of uh, shit f- series finales, um, fucking Preacher was probably one of the worst season finales I've ever seen. Buckle I up. Was, I, 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 bailed was like, on, I bailed on that after like four episodes. So I mean, season I, I one was coming. okay. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, really not. I loved it, but season two and three could suck a dick. Yeah, I stopped watching towards the end of two, so it sounds like I made the right decision to not continue if it was that bad. I heard nothing but good things about season one. I've never seen the show, so. I enjoyed season one, but two and three, especially the finale, was just like, are you fucking, you guys had no clue what you were doing with the show. Like, they had no idea. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready, man. I'm going to come as my comparison now. It's it's like Dexter to Preacher. (laughs) It'll be hard to top Dexter, just saying. Yeah. yeah. The the closest has been Game of Thrones, as far as like a show Which that I worked loved. until it until it didn't. If you Preacher if you, was never good. If you go to Google and type in worst series finale ever, almost every single article will use the the final scene of Dexter as its thumbnail. Yes, and spoil the episode yeah, and the we'll, finale. So we'll definitely don't really Google it. But, but that's just, <laughs> okay. that should tell you okay. how universally hated this was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for explaining Google to Zach. Uh, we will see you on the next episode of Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm sorry. Google was so five minutes Shut ago. up. It's over. <laughs> <laughs>